Welcome to the Posley Fit Podcast. This is the podcast for you to learn healthy habits to bring out the most confident, strong, and empowered version of you. Each week, I'll be bringing you episodes by myself and other influential figures in the health and wellness industry. So get ready to face your fears and chase your dreams head on. I'm your host, Fit Little Meg, and I can't wait to help you live a positively fit life. Welcome back to the Posley Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Fit Little Meg, and I'm here today with my good friend, Kristen, who's actually already been on the podcast before. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be back. Yeah, Kristen and I recorded our top five entrepreneur tips in growing our business, and it was actually one of my top viewed or listened to podcasts. So I was like, all right, I got to get this girl back on here. We got to do something fun. And Kristen is the beauty guru and expert in injecting. She seriously is the girl I go to for all things beauty. Like recently, I was like, I need help with this hair. Help me. What do I do with my hair? And she knew exactly who for me to go to and yeah, she's awesome. So I figured today we'd come on here and chat and give you guys our top beauty secrets as well as our top booty secrets because who doesn't like a good booty these days? Yes, <laughs> this is going to be such a fun episode, guys. Yes, I'm so excited. We actually are here literally drinking on a Saturday, a nice <laughs> white cloth. Cheers. Gotta get the creativity we wanted, flowing. Yeah, we wanted to you know, set the mood and just make this a really fun podcast and be really real and raw with you guys and just talk about some of the top beauty tips that are going on and some of the trending things yeah trending things so and something i wanted to mention to you guys too is that the truth is when we look good we feel good and when we feel good we look good and it really goes hand in hand and that's one of the reasons why chris and i both we spend a lot of time a lot of money and energy into our appearance because it makes us feel so good on the inside and allows us to honestly just perform better and improve our quality of life and just make the most out of things. Absolutely. I feel like even just getting up, putting my makeup on and fixing my hair can be a game changer for the rest of my day. Absolutely. It really can affect your mood and your energy levels and your performance when it comes to work or even just like your relationships. Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. Yeah, and I also like to remind you too that it's okay if that's not necessarily how you feel. By an example, I have a brother who lives on a farm in New York. We are so freaking different, literally so different. He could care less about his appearance or what he's wearing. He probably is literally wearing clothes from high school still and he's 35. (laughs) Like, I'm not kidding. But that's just not his thing at all. And I... I always applaud him because he does what makes him feel good. He does what he likes and he doesn't worry about all the trends out there because it doesn't matter to him. Where for me, you know, I I like getting fillers. I like getting my lips done because it makes me feel really good and there's nothing wrong with that. So it's no. important to it's important to do what makes you feel good and to not worry so much what other people are thinking. You know, I think that's huge, especially in injections and not because I am an injector, but Even when I started getting Botox before I even injected it myself, it was such a thing that you had to be careful who you told because Mm -hmm. people people would judge judge you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, why? Why should you be judged for making yourself feel confident 
and making yourself feel good. There's there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. And something I always like to ask myself too is because I've been on the other side. Like I remember in high school, I would do all the things just because other people were doing it or because society told me I needed to or I felt like I had to. And so at this day in my life, what I like to ask myself when I might be doing or spending time or money and energy into my appearance is I like to take a step back and ask myself, am I doing this for me or am I doing it for someone else? Because at the end of the day, I always want to do things for me and for what makes me feel good and because I love it. So that's something I like to do. You know, literally when you said <laughs> that, I thought of something funny I have to tell you guys. <laughs> okay. So in high school, do you remember when eating or drinking Starbucks was like, the, the thing, thing to do. yeah okay so i've hated coffee my whole life never change it but i wanted to feel like cool so i would literally go to starbucks and get a cup and pour diet coke in it oh my god <laughs> and i would pretend i was drinking starbucks to be cool and now i look back i'm like why did i do that and you know today i i don't do that i walk in with my celsius or my rock star yeah i literally we all give her shit because she always drinks <laughs> Yeah, no more no starting for No, me. I absolutely love that. I was so the same way. And my brother, the one where I was talking about, always gave me a hard time and be like, why do you care what other people think? Like, I cared so much and I always had to do what others were doing. But I think some of it's just being young and immature. And I love that I'm now at this place where I don't care what other people think. You yeah. Know, I do what I want to do and what makes me feel good and what makes me feel confident. And now here we are being able to share this with you guys. So yes. it's, awesome. it's like you're coming into yourself. I feel like that's what growing up is all about. Just yeah. figuring out who you are, what makes you happy, and letting that shine yes. for everyone to see. But if you are young listening to this, I truly hope that our words inspire you to stop giving a shit what other people think. <laughs> And do you, girlfriend. Seriously, do you. Don't pour Diet Coke and Starbucks, you guys. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some of our beauty tips, and then we'll go through some of the booty tips. So, Kristen, you want to share some of your top beauty tips that you have for the people? Yes. So, I'm super excited. I'm going to share three of my top beauty secrets, which I think are huge, not only for anti-aging, but for prevention, too. So, whether you're 20 whether you're 40, this all applies to you for different reasons. So I'm going to touch on all of that for you guys, okay? So first thing I want to talk about is retinol. Retinol is like the holy grail of skincare. And for those of you who don't know what retinol is or retin-A, um, retin-A, retinol, they're both derivatives of vitamin A. And what vitamin A does is it is going to increase your cell turnover. So you're constantly making new, fresh skin mm. cells. It's going to help minimize your pores. So it helps with acne. It's also going to help prevent wrinkles. It improves the texture of your skin, the tone of your skin. Like if you are someone that literally just wants to wash your face, this is the one thing I would do um, every single day. I love that. And I truly think taking care of your skin is so important. You know, our skin is our largest organ in our body. And if I could go back in time, I would shake my 20-year-old self and be like, take care of your skin. Oh my gosh. Because yes. what you do in your 20s, 100% affects how you're going to look and feel in your 50s. Absolutely. So. Um, I couldn't agree with that more. And taking care of your skin now, like Meg says, makes a huge difference. Right now, we don't see wrinkles. We don't think there's anything wrong. But mm -hmm. once we do start seeing those, that's when it's really hard to correct. So I always tell all of my patients and anyone that asks me about beauty in general, preventing is key. Correcting is so much harder. Yeah. And that's honestly one of the reasons why I started getting Botox is that I want to be able to help prevent all those wrinkles and 
the Netflix show, I think I asked you about this, I believe it's called Firefly, yes. popped up and it's been huge. <laughs> and it's just like, it's so, it's so crazy because it really shows you. There's these two women, if you've never seen it, two women, they're best friends and they're in their, I believe, 40 or 50s. And one of them takes a lot, takes good care of her appearance and, you know, obviously puts a lot of time and energy and money into that. And then one of them doesn't. Maybe it's just not her thing, which is totally fine. But you see both of them and you could totally tell the difference of aging, like, literally night and day oh my gosh absolutely like it is huge and your skin is the first thing you see you guys Mm -hmm. it is also the largest organ in our body so why would we not take care and who doesn't want to feel confident in their skin like (laughs) i am all about feeling confident in your skin and just feeling sexy and loving yourself so definitely think taking care of your skin and you know just something a little tip which i hope a lot of you already do but just washing your face every morning and every night is seriously so huge and I again wish I could shake my young 20s to be like never go to bed with your makeup on. no oh my gosh you guys please wash your makeup off your face yeah think about this so even people that go to the gym and wear makeup it it like makes me cringe <laughs> I need you to take oh I do that yeah no 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 okay let me tell you why <laughs> so basically what you're doing when you leave your makeup on when you sleep or when you leave your makeup on to the go to the gym you are creating this barrier so when you're sweating where's your sweat gonna go it's gonna go right back into your skin because it can't get out. So think about how that's gonna affect your skin in the long run. It's going to lead to increased bacteria on your skin. You're gonna get increased breakouts. Um, your skin's gonna look more dull. So many things. So please take your makeup off. All right, I should I should follow that because I definitely go to the gym a lot of times with makeup on. Oh my god, mostly yes. because I'm lazy. But yeah, I'll get I'll get better on that. Yes. Okay. So I actually get asked this a lot. So I'm kind of going off the whim here. But um, when you go to the gym, when you work out, the only thing you should do is wear SPF. That's it. Mm. You should have nothing else on your skin. Do your skincare routine when you get home, after your workout, um, but don't put anything on your skin. Let your skin breathe. So that way when you sweat, it it can come out like it's supposed to, and you don't have to worry about creating a barrier to trap in those nasty sweat Good to know. Good to know. I think also finding a good skincare brand is really, really important. I know my grandmother always told me if you're gonna spend money on anything be your skin yes (laughs) so and you know a lot of times I remember my younger 20s just wanting to go to CVS and to just get what was cheap right Mm -hmm. but recognizing that having a good quality skincare brand that doesn't have all those chemicals in there is going to make a massive difference a hundred percent you know and I think this is super important check what you're using look for Mm. ingredients yeah Um, just because you know Instagram says it's good to use doesn't mean (laughs) it actually is like look and see what you're putting on your skin don't be afraid to check that label don't be afraid to ask questions because Mm -hmm. this is so important I literally so I'll even tell you guys this when I turned 25 I started getting acne before 25 I never washed my face I never did anything and my skin was perfect so I thought I was like immune to bad skin and when and then I went, it hit you in the face. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you thought wrong. No, I did. And I started getting cystic acne. And um, I, I was struggling because that's so awful when you, like, literally don't want to leave your house. Yeah. Uh, because of your skin. So I was spending thousands of dollars, like, trying every single product. Like, all of these things that were popular on Instagram or people said that worked. Mm-hmm. Even La Mer. 
um, you know, cream that everyone talks about that's more, you know, expensive than my car payment. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous things and nothing worked. It wasn't until I really started talking to someone that was an expert in skincare and finding out what ingredients Mm -hmm. are actually going to target my skincare concerns that I really saw change. Yeah. Yeah. And now I wear nothing. I wear, I wear tinted sunscreen. That's awesome. I love that. Definitely, definitely good. Well, yeah, skincare is definitely so important and taking care of that. And um, I'm intrigued to see, you know, what comes in the day with skincare, Miss yes, Kristen. We might have something really cool coming. Yes, we might have something big coming with skincare <laughs> because we are so passionate about it. And, you know, Kristen's the guru with all that. And then maybe even combining some things with Chirp Nutrition because a lot of studies have showed that. CBD is really good for your skin with inflammation and acne and aging. So. Yeah, which is really amazing because I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't really know about the benefits of CBD until Meg started talking to me and I actually started trying it myself. And now I'm a huge proponent because it's one of those ingredients that can help in so many, many ways. ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's amazing. natural. Like, it literally comes from a plant. You know, it's not something that we're just processing and formulating and creating it literally yes. comes from the plants so i 100%. love that but yeah you guys will have to be on the lookout we might have some things coming so i'm excited um but yeah let's head on to your top two beauty secrets yes okay so beauty tip number two i want to talk to you guys about prevention with botox and fillers now i know this subject used to be taboo maybe not so much anymore i hope not so much anymore um but in, the, in reality, we actually start to produce 1% less collagen each year starting at the age of 20. Isn't that freaking terrifying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so great. Once you turn 20, you're no longer producing collagen. You're decreasing that collagen production. So as we age, I think this even starts like 25, maybe Yeah, I've always heard 25. You yes. really start to decrease. Yeah. And you start to feel like you're looking in the mirror and you're like, okay, wait. I I all of a sudden feel like I look tired or these lines are coming that weren't there before. My makeup isn't going on as smooth. It's getting stuck in the crease of my forehead, things like that. So this is all a symptom of the real problem, which is collagen loss. We also stop um, our bone density. Starts decreasing. Yes. Yeah. Which some of that could totally be stress adding on our life as you get older. More and more stress because you yep. have more and more stuff on your plate. <laughs> 100%. We also lose volume in our fat pads. So lots of things happen that contribute to why we're aging. So fillers and Botox are actually going to help prevent that. So I kind of want to talk about a little bit how they work. Yeah. Um, so fillers are going to mimic those fat pads and the bone density that we mo- once had. So they are going to make you look more youthful. They're going to make you look less tired. Um, a lot of people get nervous that you're going to look like cat lady or something and <laughs> That is not the case. You have to go to an expert injector, someone that really knows what you're doing. And then you won't look like you had anything done at all. Like Meg and I are great examples. Meg Mm -hmm. has gotten filler. I get filler. No one would know unless we talk about it. Yeah. Which is Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And Botox. Botox is liquid crack, you guys. (laughs) It's addicting. You get it once, you don't go back. It is addicting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Your makeup goes on smoother. Everything looks better. Um, It's just something like Meg and I were talking about beauty secrets that really help mm-hmm. you look and feel your best like and let me tell you guys when you see all these celebrities with perfect skin or telling you that they use olive oil to keep your skin <laughs> glowing trust me guys they're getting botox they're getting filler you guys <laughs> literally there's no way that olive oil makes your forehead shiny like 
let's be honest, this this doesn't work. If I put olive oil all over my skin, I'd probably break out of acne everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's not <laughs> gonna like, it's not gonna decrease your wrinkles. No. It's not. No. So yeah, these are and this is one of the things that's so important to me. I'm so passionate about like be honest. Let's mm-hmm. set realistic expectations for young girls and for women in general that you don't have to chase after these celebrities and think that they just woke up like that. Like, no. yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> no. I feel the exact same thing kind of switching over to booty, but when it comes to the booty too, like I think it's so important to be realistic and for you all to understand that so many people get booty implants, get booty injections. Yes. And again, absolutely nothing wrong with him doing that i'm all about you doing whatever makes you feel good i mean i'll be honest i have i have boob implants i have breasts my breasts done and i want some yeah and there's nothing wrong with that but it's about being real it's about being raw and i never ever want to tell people oh do these push-ups and you're gonna get beautiful boobs like me no actually i paid a lot of money for these boobs so I think it's all about being real and raw and it's it's unfortunate though in the society we leave live in media is going to push these things and we're going to have these high selling points that you do things like 12 3 30 you know the new trend going on please (laughs) I literally was like I can't even talk to you guys about beauty tip number three until we hit 12 3 30 because I have been watching it on tiktok like every single day I've been doing it every single day because I want a thin waist and a big booty so so talk to me. Does this work? Like what what's going on with 1230? Well, here's the thing you have to remember. Any form of cardio is going to help fat loss because it's going to help you with your overall intake be decreasing, right? But that's not gonna necessarily grow the booty. And it's definitely hard to grow the booty. And a lot of women with these nice booties, some of it is truly going to be genetics. And I hate to say it because I know that's not what a lot of people wanna hear. We want the secret. But the truth is genetics play a massive role. Or like we were talking about, some people do get booty injections or booty implants, which again is totally fine, but it does set these unrealistic expectations to people. Yeah. But honestly, the number one tip to growing the booty is to focus more on hinge movements. Any type of hinge movement is going to target the booty more. So hence why a lot of people say, doing an incline walk, you're going to be more at that hinge. But again, at the end of the day, you are doing a form of cardio. So just keep that in mind. But hinge movements in general are going to target the booty more. My number one booty exercise, and honestly, I want to say the number one scientifically studied booty booty exercise out there is going to be hip thrust. Any type of hip thrust, whether it's a glute bridge or you know doing a dumbbell hip thrust, doing a barbell hip thrust. And the reason for that is that movement is going to solely target your glutes. Whereas squats, Yeah, squats are going to work your glutes as well too, but guess what? They also work your legs. So a lot of a lot of times if you are, you know, using the progression overload formula where you are putting weight on with squats, your legs are gonna grow too. Your legs are gonna get bigger. And I know as ladies, a lot of us don't want that. So we don't want bigger legs. So if that's the case for you, then definitely stick with something more like a hip thrust where it's gonna target mostly your glutes okay i love this all right back on the 12 3 30 just real quick, <laughs> yes you know i'm obsessed with this trend so when you were doing 12 3 30 for those of you who don't know it's incline 12 on speed three for 30 minutes what are your thoughts meg on doing something like this versus running and when you're doing it should you be holding on the sides of the bars or putting your hands on your head like 
how would you get that optimal hinge that you're talking about to well yeah the optimal hinge will be having it on the incline that's definitely going to help target the booty more than just doing it flat so i do love that they have that incline in there i would suggest in when doing cardio always have your hands off the um, the treadmill yeah yeah, the treadmill or even like the stairmaster like technically you don't want to have it on there but let's be real that's a lot harder (laughs) but yeah you know having that off is going to just help you work your core more and overall just work that much harder so I definitely would say that would help but again just keep in mind that cardio is cardio and a really good example I always like to give people and this is actually what I learned in school when I attended the show at fitness academy so I don't want to I don't want to take credit for this this is something that they really showed us and preached on us but a fine example is to look at a runner's body versus sprinter's body right so most runners that are long distance doing long distance running you're gonna see that they're very frail and kind of fragile looking almost like they're thin they don't have a lot of muscle definition i mean they're toned they're tight they're thin but you don't see like the big glutes right where compare that to a sprinter's body a sprinter's body is definitely going to be more toned and defined they're going to have rounder glutes more full like muscles and that's because the runner's body is going to be targeting more of the type one muscle fibers that only have the ability to grow so far whereas sprinting is going to target more of that type two muscle fiber which has the ability to grow so much more and so in order to target our type two muscle fibers there's three ways to do that one is going to be through heavy heavy training heavy weight training so doing really heavy hip thrusts is going to 100 percent target your type two muscle fibers help you with that growth or you can actually do it through explosive movements like sprints. So doing any type of sprints on the treadmill is gonna help target the type two, or you know, sprinting outside, really any type of an explosive movement, like jump squats is an explosive movement as well. And then the last way you can target it too is through failure. So doing a movement until complete failure. It doesn't necessarily have to be a heavy weight, it's just you going until you can't go anymore. So you know, doing an AMRAP, let's say, like doing as many times as you possibly can. Um, that is going to target your type two muscle fibers. So ideally, if you really want to grow your booty or grow any, any, um, body part, you want to make sure you are targeting your type two muscle fibers because you're going to have the ability to grow it that much more. Okay. I love this. So for people out there listening, basically we were saying like cardio is great. 12, 3, 30 works, but it is especially with fat loss. Yeah. So especially with fat loss, like any type of cardio is going to help a lot with fat loss, but I think it's important to recognize that everyone's body is different. So when you see these people on TikTok or Instagram being like, do this and you're going to look amazing like this. Well, unfortunately, genetics play a massive role and some people are going to lose their fat in different places. Some women who I feel are completely genetically blessed and I wish I was them, (laughs) they lose their fat in their stomach first. So amazing. They start doing cardio. They start dropping that fat. They look super toned and lean and it's great. Whereas other women, they lose fat in their stomach last. And I'm definitely one of them. I hold a lot of fat in my stomach, which I think most women are like that. Most women hold their fat in their stomach. And for us, we're going to have to do a lot more cardio. We're going to have to be more in a deficit. We're going to have to work that much harder because we store fat there. And unfortunately, you cannot target any type of fat loss. So how often should we be doing cardio for people like you and me, or even in general, just people that are trying to tone up is it is three days enough should you do more and is 30 minutes enough it's truly so hard to say because also a lot of it comes down to how much you're eating Mm -hmm. right so if you want to eat more food 
great, eat more food, but you probably have to do a little bit more cardio, okay. right? Or you could do less cardio, but you're going to need to decrease your food and eat a little bit less. Okay, so I like kinda, this. You know, kind of comes down to that. Kind of like too, we were talking about on the weekends. If you want to drink alcohol, here we are, cheers. <laughs> then maybe on the weekdays, you want to bring your food down a little bit so that you can enjoy and go in a little bit more of a surplus on the weekends. Okay, I you like know? this. Yeah, it's a good tip. <laughs> but honestly, going back to the booty tip, one of my best tips is not being afraid to lift heavy. I feel a lot of women have feared lifting heavy because they don't want to get bulky and they don't want to look manly. But like doing heavy hip thrusts, it's just going to grow your booty. Trust me, you're not going to look manly off that. That's huge. You know what I also think is really important? Because I was one of those women that was afraid to lift because I'm like, mm, I want to be skinny. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lift. I don't want to look bulky. Exactly like you said. Yeah. But a lot of that, I think, is what you eat. Am I right? Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. If you're lifting heavy and eating brownies, you're probably going to look bulkier. Yeah. from the weight, but from, but from the, food. the food. Yeah. Okay. Truth is, you cannot out-train a bad diet. You really can't. Like, your food is... It's everything. And I always like to stress it's so much more than like looking the part. It truly is about how you feel. Like, let's be real. When you eat brownies and cake, do you feel hot and sexy? No. <laughs> you don't. Like, straight up, no. It's like a moment you don't. on the lips, a lifetime on your hips. That's yes. Yes, it's true. Like, you don't feel good. You usually get bloated. You Your energy levels decrease. Your mood might even change. Like, we don't feel so hot. So... It's so important to remember, you know, prioritizing nutrition and food. It's going to make you look better, but it's also going to make you feel better. Yeah, 100%. I think that's huge because a lot of people, me included, didn't really realize that. Yeah. I would think that I could go eat pizza, but like I did my cardio today. So yeah. So we're Gucci and no, that's, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of that, give us your last number three tip. Okay, so this might come as a complete shock to you guys, but how you sleep can actually affect aging. Mm, I absolutely love that. I'm a massive Mm -hmm. believer in getting a quality night's sleep. Okay, and quality, right? You want to sleep, you want to get enough sleep. However, how you're sleeping, and most of us can't sleep on our backs, right? Mm -hmm. So we're sleeping on our sides or on our stomachs. I know I am. So what's actually happening is when you're doing that, you're smushing your face and creating these sleep wrinkles, these creases mm-hmm. in your skin that I didn't unfortunately, know that. uh-huh, they can't be erased with Botox, you guys. It's the only wrinkle Botox can't fix. They are stuck there. It is awful. So some people will come see me in clinic and they'll have this line on their cheek and they'll be like, what is this? Um, sleep wrinkles. Wow. So I know, it's nuts. So... I'm going to tell you guys how to prevent these sleep wrinkles and what you can do other than just sleeping on your back because obviously like that's number one, right? If you can sleep on your back, that's the best thing you can do. For me personally, it's a little unrealistic. I've tried a million times and then I I just come on my face. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't work. I did not know all this. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, to me. How do I prevent this? Okay. (laughs) So cotton, you guys, cotton is going to crease in your skin. So you need to throw away your cotton pillowcases and start sleeping on a silk pillowcase. I believe I have heard that, but I didn't know the reason for yes, that. Yes, because your skin is getting stuck in that mm. cotton versus on silk. It's just going to slide. So you're not going to be creasing your skin. Um, so that is number one. Also, have you guys heard of like sleep pillows? Yes. So sleep pillows can really work. Now, 
I have tried multiple brands of sleep pillows and some of them give me a crick in my neck, so <laughs> I, I can't do it. But I actually found one and I'm using Sleeping Glow right now. Uh, for those of you guys who oh, don't know. I think know. I saw that on your Instagram. Yes. So it's this Sleep pillow. and Glow. Mm-hmm. They okay. have this have new version. It's called the Omnia. And you sleep on it. It fits straight into your head. It is so comfortable. And it's actually creating this little dip. So when you're turning, your face isn't smushing in. It's like ah. laying in this particular place. Um, so if you, you can't get one of those, get a silk pillowcase. But if you don't want that get one of the sleep pillows amazing and we'll actually i'll link in the show notes i'll go ahead and link the website and yes, do you have a code for it i do i'll go ahead and share that down below so if anyone is interested go check it out use kirsten's code it'll help save you and mm-hmm. and i'm yeah. telling you guys this is the only one i recommend i've tried so many and i i can't do it if they hurt my neck this one doesn't hurt at all and it's really easy to travel with so that is my number three yeah. beauty tip for you guys i love that i think sleep is truly the foundation to a successful day and obviously it affects your beauty too you know when you don't get a good night's sleep you're gonna have these bags under your eyes and you're just not gonna feel so high you're not gonna feel good in your skin so that's actually one of the reasons why ben and i were so passionate about creating our nightly drops which is going to mimic an indica strand of marijuana if you are familiar at all with that however keep in mind our cbd comes from hemp it does not come from marijuana so it is not going to get you high whatsoever but it does mimic that strand so the terpene we added into our nightly drops was designed to help with that relaxation effect giving you the chance to be able to get into that deep sleep faster but most importantly stay into that deep sleep longer so we love those as well too and i will definitely share that below if you're something if you're interested in that you can definitely check it out but yeah let's get that sleep oh my god can i just say that the cbd has changed my life i use the drops or the gummies literally every night i'm someone that's really restless and i can stay up to like 2 or 3 a.m watching tv so i take my turf nutrition at night like 7 8 p.m it relaxes me and i actually fall asleep while i'm watching netflix yes wake up feeling my best and refreshed i i truly am like addicted to it like i sleep so (laughs) much better but thankfully it's all natural i don't have to feel bad about using it and unlike melatonin it's not going to make you feel groggy whatsoever in the morning. Yes. Like you're not going to have any side effects. You're going to wake up ready to go and conquer the day. I can't take melatonin because it makes me feel so drowsy the next day. It's me just, too. It's not a Which good I feel like is me. interesting because melatonin is naturally found in your body. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just interesting to me that it does give you that side effect. I know. I don't know why. I, I don't either. I have to look that. more into that too. Um, but I can say that the CBD from Turp does not do that for me. Yes. Well, before we wrap this up, one thing I wanted to mention, because I did ask my clients what were some things they wanted to learn about and hear on here, and they mentioned tanning. They're really intrigued about our tanning tips. So I thought this would be good to talk about because I personally, in high school, used to work at a tanning bed and spent many years and days in the tanning bed. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, so it's freaking awful for you. Don't ever, ever do it. Um, I wish I could go back in time and erase my high school years. I was like repping the Playboy bunny on my hip, you guys. (laughs) It was bad. But um, tanning is so damaging to your skin. You're actually creating UV damage, which UV damage is one of the number one things for aging. 
I tell my patients all the time, if you aren't going to wear sunscreen and protect yourself from that damage, it's pointless to do Botox. It's pointless to do skincare. Holy so shit. yeah, pointless. So if you're going to actually sit in a bed and fry yourself in UV damage, like you might as well kiss anti-aging goodbye because it's just not going to happen. Um, but luckily there are things you can do you guys to have tan skin mm-hmm. have that glowing pretty look we all know a good tan makes us feel skinny it truly does oh my good. gosh i got a spray tan here recently actually inside the perfect dose so i'll yes. share more about that but wow did i feel good <laughs> oh my gosh you know what it really makes a difference i don't know what it is but having tan skin will make you feel like skinny make you look good it and does. pictures yeah. everything and you can do it you guys without damaging your skin so this is key get a spray tan Use some self-tanner. When you're outside, do not cover yourself in baby oil and bake in the sun. Put Wear your sunscreen. sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even plan that. We just set it out yeah. at the same time, you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I so. think it's so key. And like like she was saying, finding someone that does good spray tans can truly make a difference as well as I, this last time I got a spray tan, she had a lotion I was able to put on to extend my tan and that actually helped so so much yeah and you guys you need to go to someone good because i don't know about you but i've only had one spray tan in my life which is crazy i'm actually going to be booking with anastasia next week to get my first spray tan with her but i am terrified of like orange hands and that weird feeling that happens with spray tans and with hers everyone i've seen it doesn't happen yeah i even convinced my boyfriend to do it which Mm -hmm. was just crazy because he was i can't believe he did it but he even enjoyed it. It did not smell bad at all. Yeah. We weren't orange whatsoever. And it just gave us that natural glow. And I know for Anastasia, she uses all natural vegan products. So mm-hmm. it's stuff that is actually good for your skin. It has anti-aging and stuff in there. And again, we'll link her stuff below. If you're in the Scottsdale area or even visiting, definitely check her out. I know she does group stuff too, which is so fun. Like yeah. bachelorette parties or like you know, just birthday party things and stuff. So she'll come and tan all of you girls at the same time type of thing. So bring your champagne. And bring your champagne. <laughs> As Meg knows, if we spray together, we're also champagneing together. <laughs> yes. But yeah. Well, awesome. I hope this episode was fun or we wanted it to be fun and we gave you some booty tips as well as some beauty tips and it was beneficial i thoroughly enjoyed it yes thank you so much for having me this yeah was so great. and we will link all of our information below with anything that we talked about if you're interested in it and definitely let us know if you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week on the posley fit podcast Thank you so much for tuning in to the Posley Fit Podcast. I am forever grateful for your constant support, love, and encouragement. You all mean more than you will ever know. Please let me know any topics you'd like to hear on the podcast. And if this episode resonated with you in any way, it would mean the world if you could share with your friends, family, and social media. If you haven't done so already, please take a second to rate review this podcast on iTunes where I can continue to bring you value. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week on the Posley Fit Podcast.